Welcome to Behind the Scenes With, a podcast hosted by me, Emily Haran, where I take you behind the scenes with the significant others and long-term partners of professional athletes, elite performers, and anyone whose job is much more than a nine to five. It's a lifestyle commitment. We're discussing what it's really like committing to someone and their passion, how it shapes the life we're building, the way we communicate with our partner, and the new communities we become a part of. These are the people who enable the success and support through the failures of some of the most impressive people in the world. I can't wait to hear about their experience on the ride of a lifetime. Join me in going behind the scenes with some pretty incredible people every week. Today, I'm talking to Jordana White, who in a short two weeks will be marrying professional skateboarder Ryan Desenzo. Ryan Desenzo has been a mainstay in professional skateboarding for nearly two decades. He has X Games and Dew Tour medals, podium finishes at SLS events, and dozens of pro model boards. In the streets, he's always working on a new video part, pushing the limits of what's possible. Now, he's pursuing a spot on Team Canada in the upcoming Olympics. Join me in going behind the scenes with Jordana Desenzo. Hey everyone, this is Emily Haran, and today we are going behind the scenes with Jordana Desenzo. Welcome, Jordana. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, I am thrilled to chat with you, to chat about what it's like being behind the scenes with Ryan, who is a professional skateboarder. And like, let's just start right there. Tell me how you describe what being a professional skateboarder is. (laughs) Well, there's not one word or anything to describe that. It's many things. First of all, it's getting creative. Second, it's taking risks in order to accomplish whatever creative, you know, trick on an obstacle you've you've had planned in your mind. And you know what? Half the time, you're not going to get that try the first time. So never giving up is like a huge part of being a professional skateboarder and definitely just rolling with the punches. <laughs> yeah. I really like that you mentioned the creativity because like skateboarding from my experience really is a bunch of people who just look at the world differently. Like they are walking down the street and like I'm walking down the street looking at trees and other people passing by and they're looking at buildings wondering if they can literally skate that, which makes it very interesting to walk around with skateboarders. That's for sure. (laughs) I know. I mean, I never thought I'd be stopping at, you know what I think is like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a concrete, like bench in the park. And he's like, yep. Tick a, a, what is it? Like a ledge or I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that much about skateboarding. I just learned what a kickflip is from a tray flip. I learned what a hubba is. So I think I'm starting to um, like notice skate spots now. Like, oh, a hubba. Oh, a mani pad. Oh, <laughs> Trail. <laughs> Baby, you might have to bondo the run up a little. <laughs> That's, I have only just recently realized my husband and I were in Georgia and he was like, can't you tell that's been skated? Like, look at all the wax. And I was just like, I mean, yeah, now that you've explained to me that that is wax on that concrete ledge, like, sure, I get it. I guess I just spent my entire life thinking, that's what happened to like granite benches. They just changed color. And he was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I had no idea. I had no idea. You don't realize like how many skate spots or even like anything that's like even kind of like worn down. I can tell that it's been skated. Funny. So when you think about like professional skateboarder, how would you, how would you distinguish the difference between someone who is an extreme hobbyist or someone who's like actually making a living off of skateboarding? Oh man. I mean, honestly with that, like skateboarding is skateboarding, whether like you're a professional or not, everybody's out in the streets. Everybody is, you know, trying the same obstacle with the same amount of dedication. So I think in the streets, it's all the same, but mm. where the professional part comes in, those boys are on an international flight like every other week. So they're never out in the streets half the time, you know, tell. But no, that's the one thing that like I like about skateboarding. Like it actually doesn't matter. And honestly, I've made a lot of my friends in the skating industry too. Like it doesn't matter like 
if you're pro or not, if you still have that same drive and you want to go out in the streets and just keep like just trying your hardest and being so dedicated and being so set. Sometimes you have to go to the same spot the next day. Sometimes you get kicked out by security guards and that's what everybody deals with as a whole. So yeah, we're, if you're pro or not, it's the same like dedication, the same commitment. But like I said, the big difference is them being on an international flight like every other week, just skating more contests than street spots. Yeah, that that makes total sense. Okay, so tell me tell me how you and Ryan met, like and and were you familiar with the skateboarding world or was meeting Ryan kind of like the nice tug into that world? <laughs> Meeting Ryan was definitely the tug into that world. Well, first of all, we met at Hennessy's in Dana Point. Shout out Hennessy's. Um, there was this guy who introduced me and Ryan. And it was really funny because I didn't really know this guy. And then Ryan didn't even really know this guy. And he was just like, oh, I see you two out here all the time. Like, I just think you guys would make a good couple. And he was like, I think he was a fan of Ryan. And he's like, let me just introduce you to you. And I was like, okay. And then <laughs> it was really sweet. And I could tell immediately he wasn't from California just because of how nice he was and <laughs> how much he was asking questions about me. Whereas mm. you know, guys out here, especially in Orange County, they're like, oh, I do this and I have this and I live here and I drive this car. And But this was like a really good organic conversation and I'm being completely honest. I had no idea that he was a professional skateboarder. Like, no clue. Like, I saw the Red Bull hat and I was like, okay, like, he cool. must like Red Bull. Like, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know, like, when you wear like a monster or a Red Bull hat, it meant that, like, you were an athlete or something like that sponsored by them. I just didn't know that. Like, I just never really was heavy in the action sports world. Um, so I just, I just was nowhere. I was <laughs> <laughs> when, when did, so at some point, you know, you probably asked Ryan like, oh, what do you do? And he was like, oh, I, I skateboard. Yeah. When did you realize like, oh no, like this man skateboards like all the time? I, well, first of all, he told me he was a skateboarder. I was like, oh, cool. Like, I didn't know you can like make a living by just going out in the streets and skating because that's what I thought it was like creating video mm -hmm. parts. Like I know of that, but I didn't know that like this man, like went to X games, won X games gold a few times. And I was like, I didn't find out about that until like weeks later. Um, we walked into like this little room that he had just like with all of his skateboards and, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, like medals. And I just saw everything, you know, I saw Thrasher magazine cover and he's on the cover. And I was just like, I came to this realization. I, I probably shouldn't say this, but I was a little buzzed. You know, we were having fun, <laughs> a couple of drinks, and I, 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 I I'll never forget the moment it hit me where I was like, "Oh, whoa!" And I was like, "Oh shit!" Like you're like a real, like gnarly, like actual pro. Like you win contests and stuff. And he was like, I remember he like looked at me and he was like, "Uh, yeah." <laughs> I was like, oh. "Like I think he thought I knew that, but like I really didn't." Yeah. Well, yeah. cause if, if he's your first foray into the skate world, like you have no idea, like he could be good or he could just, you know, be skating a lot. Like how, how would you know? <laughs> yeah. And like what I don't think anybody realizes is like this, we met during like 2020, like when COVID happened and all that stuff. So he wasn't traveling. So I didn't know the first year we were together because there was no contest until like summer of 2021. I didn't know like, yeah, how intense and crazy being a pro skateboarder actually is like, Oh, you're gone all the time. Like the first time he had to leave after the pandemic, it was in June of 2021 and he left for a month to go to the, world skate in Rome and then do tour. I think it was in Iowa and he was gone for a month. And like, so that there was no travel and then the travel just are just started happening. He was leaving every two, three weeks to go on an international trip. And I was like, Oh, I'm like really in it now without even knowing what I was already so deep in it 
before I figured out like what this life was going to be like. Yeah. Because I mean, so you basically had a year, not like sheltering in place with him, but doing much more local skate things. Yeah. And you know, he would like go skating out at a spot because you know, COVID lots of places are shut down, which means a lot more spots are available. You're not going to mm-hmm. get out, right. And so I was okay. So looking back at this now, I was like kind of shocked, but he was like, yeah, like come street skating with me. And I was like, you don't expect me to like be on a skateboard, right? I didn't know, but I didn't yeah. know what to expect. I'm like, are we going to a spot? And he's like, we're going to a school. And I was like, okay. And that was like when I really first got to see it. So I just thought it was all about street skating, filming, you know, creating a video part. And then I'm like, oh, there's contests. Like, oh, he's gone. Oh, skateboarding's in the Olympics. I didn't know any of that. <laughs> the skateboarding, yeah, skateboarding in the Olympics, that also caught me by surprise, but like kind of cool. So does this mean like when you're out and about with Ryan, people recognize him? Yeah, that happens. It's not like like every person who walks by, but every single time we go somewhere, whether it's in the airport, at the mall, even if we're just taking a walk at the harbor by our house, um, yeah, he gets recognized pretty much everywhere. You think I would like be kind of used to it by now? But like, I don't know, a part of me kind of is it. I'm just like, oh, why is this person walking in? Oh, yeah, he wants a picture or something. (laughs) (laughs) Do you feel like people have started to recognize you? I've gotten that twice so far. Okay. So far. I try to be like kind of low key. Yeah. Um, Whenever I go to a contest, though, like people like know who I am and like they'll say hi to me. It was really interesting because when we were at Street League Chicago, somebody asked me for my autograph. <laughs> and, you know, I was sitting there, I was like, um, do you, like, do you know who I am? Like, who, like, do you think I'm somebody else? Like, and then he's like, no, I really want you to sign my board. And it was a guy. And he's like, Ryan just signed it. And I was like, okay. I was like, I want you to know my signature has zero value. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, okay. And then there was another girl who asked for like a picture of me, and I was like, okay. <laughs> like I was more than happy to do it, but I was like, you know, I'm just like, I like I'm not a skateboarder, right? <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know what value you're getting out of this. I don't mind sharing my signature, but <laughs> I'm like, I just don't don't be mad. I gave you, I gave you the warning. I'm like nobody. I'm normal. <laughs> Oh my goodness. How did you tell your family that you were dating a professional skateboarder? Oh, they had already knew. So (laughs) like they go online or like on Instagram, like they'll look everything up. So basically long story short, um, a family member's son already followed him on Instagram. Ah. And you know, sometimes you just, I already told my family I was dating somebody older than me because just so everybody knows, Ryan's 11 years older than me. I know that's a pretty big age difference, but dude, you look at the guy and he looks like he's my age. I know. Like, he looks he, good. He does not look like he's 37. When I first met him, he was 34. And I looked at him and I was like, he looks like, he's like 28, 29. Yeah. I let them know that I was dating a guy who was older and they were just kind of like, okay. And you know, they look and see who I follow on Instagram. Like my yep. family like keeps tabs on me, right? As <laughs> probably would with my kid. <laughs> we were in the specific beach at Laguna Beach and I posted a photo at that beach and he posted a photo at that beach. And if you look at the photos, you can tell you're like in the same spot. And yep. you know, that's how they found out. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's him. So what? <laughs> was Was your family like, stoked on it or were they kind of like wow like yeah yeah i have family members who like skateboarding and you know we're into action sports i have family members i mean including myself we go out and like we ride dirt bikes like all of that good stuff like motorcycles Mm -hmm. and so they're like familiar with like the action sports world and so they with it they thought it was super cool whereas me over here i'm like in la la land like i didn't know anything about anything (laughs) (laughs) so they were like 
prepared. They were basically prepared more than oh, you yeah. were. <laughs> yeah. Cause I didn't like, it was one of those things where like, we didn't follow each other on Instagram instantly. So I actually did not know for a, like a few days. Yeah. He was just in my phone as Ryan D. Cause he said his last name and I couldn't remember it. And I was like, shit, I don't know how to spell that. And I'm like, let me just put the, you know, yeah. so I couldn't really, I mean, like if you type in like Google or even on Instagram or Facebook, you just type in Ryan D you're going to get like a billion results. Yep. So I didn't find anything on that end. I guess I could have like tried a little bit harder, typed in Ryan D skateboarder, maybe something would have showed up. But I didn't try that hard. <laughs> I love that. I mean, it also, it's kind of fun to like, you know, have a few surprises along the way. (laughs) And with all of these international trips, have you started joining Ryan on like his adventures to contests and whatnot? Yes. So 2021 was when I went on my first trip with him. That was to Barcelona, Spain. And then, so I would go on a little, like a little bit of trips here and there, like maybe every, every other trip, every two trips. And then when I went to Italy in summer of 2022, that's when I got a kick for it. Cause that was my first world skate contest. And you know, you're in Italy for two weeks. You can't complain. Like that's not a bad yeah, seriously. thing. <laughs> and so I'm like, wait, these are so fun. And he would always tell me like, dude, whenever you're on trips, you just make everything so much easier for me. Like I manage everything i'm like his little assistant and like his manager okay you have to be here you have to be here you have to be here i'm doing physio on him in the hotel room (laughs) massages and so he likes when i go on these trips and i love it too and this past year i've gone on literally every single trip every trip starting from dubai in january um until switzerland in September, I think that was. Yeah. And then he had to go to Australia for straight. And I, by that point, I was like, babe, I got to tap out. Like, I do not want to go on another 15 hour long flight. Like, your girl's got arthritis. Like, I got to not be crammed in a little soup can for over 10 hours. So I'm taking a little bit of a break. I am going to Japan with him at the end of this year. So. Nice little three month break. Um, I'm only going to Japan because that's the day after our wedding. Otherwise I would be staying home. <laughs> yeah. Was that was that like intentionally planned to have your wedding and jet off to Japan for a skate trip? Oh god. I wish. <laughs> I wish. No, um, that was not the original plan. So long story short, we were in Japan actually for X Games in May when we found this out when we had signed our wedding contract for everything in March, March or April, like a month or two before. And we were in Japan and they had announced that World Skate is holding a contest in Tokyo at the end of the year, like so close to Christmas. That's why we thought we were safe because Ryan had never had a skate contest that close to Christmas. And (laughs) they're like, practice starting on Sunday, December 10th, which is our wedding day. And perfect, perfect. You know, like, okay, I guess we're not going on our honeymoon rolling with the punches. This was life's final test. Like, Hey, you ready to be a skate wife? Cause <laughs> don't make any plans and expect them to go well. Like you might have to work around some things or like roll with the punches. So, you know, um, postponing the honeymoon. So probably after Olympics, because now we got the whole world skate schedule for the year. I don't know when we're going to fit that in. Yeah. So yeah, that was definitely not the plan, but like I said, that's just part of being a skateboarder and even a skate wife is literally just rolling with it because it's the Olympics. It's his career. What am I going to say? No. Like, yeah. oh my God, how awful, <laughs> how awful would I be? I would hope he would not marry me if I would ever were to say anything like that. <laughs> totally. I feel like uh, there's like, on the one hand, it's like, but this is technically our most important special day. It's our wedding. And it's like, well, isn't like the most important thing that like we're building a life together and staying together. Like the yeah. the wedding itself doesn't have to be the most important event. It's just kind of the kickstart of that next phase. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like trying to not stress on it too hard because honestly, I wanted to elope anyways. And so we're having a small wedding, yeah. like very small, like micro wedding um at a nice venue where like we actually fell in love for the first time so yeah so we're getting married Catalina Island at the Descanso Beach Club 
And that's where we spent our first weekend away together. And that was the kickoff for our whole entire life. Oh my gosh. I love that. So tell me, how have the two of you figured out how to compromise with Ryan's skate career? Because he's traveling all the time in various time zones. It sounds like you are a huge help when he travels. But like, how have the two of you kind of talked about how to prioritize his skateboarding within your own relationship? His skateboarding career is number one. Honestly, that's our livelihood. That's what makes him happiest. He would be so lost without skateboarding as a human being. And, you know, it's what gives us everything. Opportunities to travel the world together, which strengthens our bond. Like the only compromise, I mean, I don't know. There's really no compromising, honestly. Like I know what's got to be done when it has to be done. I think the only compromise is, hey, I'm coming with. Yeah, that's even really a compromise. He's always like, yes, like, let's go. Like, I'm so excited for you to be there. And then whenever I'm not on a trip, he's like, okay, like, I miss my travel buddy. I'm really lonely. Like, I want you here. Oh, that's, it's so nice, though, that like, the experience of you going with him is a net positive, because, because you could see how like, he wants you there, but maybe you're a distraction, whatnot. But it sounds like you mentioned kind of helping coordinate his schedule and making sure he's well rested. Is that something that like you two talked about you just kind of stepping in and being helpful with, or is that an opportunity you saw to kind of help Ryan with his own career? It's an opportunity I I saw to help him. Um, I mean, there's just I mean, even down to like carrying like his big backpack and like his boards. I'm like, no, you just rest your body. Like, let's go. Like, I got this. Just carrying everything, you know, making sure he's getting up on time for absolutely everything, physio, practice. And then I got my little filmer skills now. So I'm filming him all throughout the practice. Like that's like hours long. So he can go back, rewatch it, rewatch his line, you know, make sure that the timing is correct with his line, everything. There's just like so much that goes into it and honestly that's why like there's no compromise because I like doing that stuff for him it makes me feel so good like first of all because I could not imagine being in his position being like on a live stream skating with all these fans like cheering yelling like I would be like oh like oh my god so I just do as much as I can to take everything off his plate, whatever he needs. I always tell him like, he's always so nice to me, but at these world skate contests, they can be so intense and so stressful. Mm. I'm like, these world skate contests are the only time you're ever allowed to bark orders at me. You just tell me what I need to do and I'll go do it. Like, (laughs) That is so, it's so nice also that like, this is a whole new world for you, but you are able to find ways to be helpful, but also like, Learning to film skateboarding is not easy, but it can be fun once you figure it out, like getting those angles right. You're like, all right, I made that look good. Like I helped. (laughs) Right. It was so good. And honestly, the how I know I'm getting really good is that he's posting those clips on Instagram. (laughs) And I'm like, yes, yes, I'm finally helping. So that's why whenever we go down to like, see, here's a good compromise, right? You want to hear a compromise? We go down to Poots Park in Encinitas, which is, I think everyone knows it as, if you're not a skater, it's Encinitas Community Park, just off the five. It's right next to Dutch Bros, right? Ah. That's the closest Dutch Bros to here. So it's like 30 minutes away. Like, okay, compromise. You need a filmer down at Poots. We stop at Dutch Bros and I will film you all damn day. (laughs) That's like the only compromise we have when it comes to skating. Get me my drink. And I will gladly be sitting on concrete. No problem. No problem. Bob, Mocha, and I'll sit there for hours. <laughs> it is interesting, the places that skateboarding takes you. I mean, skate parks, sometimes those like look really cool. But more so, I'm curious, on the international travel, like on days off when there are competitions, do you... Do you go around with Ryan while he street skates or do you guys do tourist stuff or do you like, how do you kind of use your your travel time with skateboarding? Yeah. So we always usually have an off day, um, which is usually like a Tuesday or Wednesday. So right in the middle of the week, right after practice ends. And then we have a day before um, like the actual contest starts. Sometimes we 
just depending on how he feels, sometimes I'll find us like a nice spot. Like if he feels like he really needs to relax and can't walk around, like sometimes he skates like so hard in mm-hmm. practices and he's like, I just need to relax. And so like when we're in Italy, oh, I know this best like spot. Cause we go to Rome like every single year. So for yeah. example, like if we're in Italy, we're already walking around a lot. He's skating a ton Sometimes we'll go to like a spa where we'll get like a nice massage and like just like a whole day spa with like a sauna, um, like a plunge bucket, steam room, all of that stuff. And then other times, like when we were in Switzerland, we had two off days because of the rain. We just took a train, jetted over to Paris, two hours, and it was the best tourist day of my life. So definitely a mix of both. It yeah. just really just depends on how he's feeling. I mean, because none of those guys really, unless you're like friggin' 19 and unstoppable and you have all the energy in the world, most of those guys aren't street skating. They're taking that one day to like regroup physically, mentally um, before that contest starts. Because, I mean, you just got four days of practice and I got four days straight of competing, which is insane honestly because most contests are like one day or two days but four days is absolutely crazy do you do you feel like skateboarding is more of like a mental toughness game or like a physical toughness game um definitely more mental for sure just because you know what no i'm gonna say equally of gotta be both like literally 50 50 because i don't know sometimes you know what you're doing you've done it before and sometimes you just second guess yourself i don't know i feel like i could answer that question a little bit more if i could at least do one trick (laughs) 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 if i were any sort of performer i'd have a better idea (laughs) right but no i feel like it's a lot more you know mentally challenging especially obstacles going down a rail or like a 15 stair like there's this one I think it's literally called the like the Wilshire 15 stair it's a spot in LA and oh my god you would have to have it's 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 definitely mental especially if you're hitting an obstacle like that or a spot like that like oh my gosh I could not imagine I walk up to that and I look at it and I start having anxiety and I don't even know how to do an ollie like yeah (laughs) I see that and I'm like, oh my gosh. It is crazy, like, it is crazy the way skateboarders will just throw their bodies around. Like, just throw them over, like, over 15 stairs. That is insane. I know. Sometimes I look and I'm like, how are you just rolling up after? Like, if that was me, dude, I would be on the floor, like, in an ambulance on the way to the hospital. And I would for sure have, like, six broken bones. Like, Without a doubt, I just don't understand. But I don't know. The one thing I always hear from skaters is like, you learn how to fall correctly. And yeah. I'm like, how do you fall correctly? Like, it doesn't matter wh- where I fall, like my back, my side, like my hand, something's going to break if that's me. <laughs> I, I'm not falling. I'm 30. Like, I don't, the last time I fell was probably a big accident like I am not falling every single day <laughs> that's why I just don't I just can't wrap my head around it I cannot wrap my head around it it's like they're like indestructible it is wildly impressive okay how like pervasive or pro- like worrisome are injuries because as Ryan is a professional athlete I think is what you would probably call a professional skateboarder like your body is what you're relying on and so how does like like are there injuries that are like constantly being kept at bay or is ryan just really good at preventative like stretching and stuff like how is he 37 still doing all of this oh he gets injured for sure still but not like anything crazy just like heel bruise i mean for sure i mean i haven't been around for this, this, ha- this hasn't happened like in our r- relationship, I would say yet, but please God, never have <laughs> this. But you know, he's broken wrists, ankles, all of yeah. that stuff. I just think that comes with the experience, like knowing how to fall. Um, yeah. you know, he knows how to like not hurt himself 
like that. And I don't know. He's, yeah, he he doesn't get injured very much. Like, definitely sore because yeah. of, you know, how hard he's going, how much he's practicing. Um, but the, the injuries aren't that crazy here. All I know, all I know is that when he goes out street, street skating, if I get a call two hours in, he's hurt, something's wrong, I got to get out the crutches, I got to get an ice bucket ready and all of that. Because I won't hear from him for like seven uh, like seven hours. Yeah. The, the going out to skate, you don't, you don't hear until they, they just show up. And so if you hear there's something has probably happened. Yeah. If I get a call while he's out street skating, it's not good. Yeah. Oh but man. Twice. So far so good. Knock on wood, knock on wood. And so you teach Pilates Yes. I feel like Pilates has got to be the thing that helps someone stay fit, especially as they're getting older and doing these extreme things. Does Ryan do your Pilates classes? He doesn't come to my Pilates classes because, um, well, I teach more modern Pilates and not classic okay. Pilates. So like you're going to get your ass kicked. And I have a reformer at home. So mm. I kick his ass on there just at home sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> the Pilates studio that I work at yep. is a hot Pilates studio. So the room it can get like 95 degrees, and I don't think he could do that. <laughs> it's a little too tough for him. It's a little bit. Reason. A little bit. But yeah, um, we do more like classical Pilates with him, like at home, working on hip rotation, um, spinal alignment, upper body rotation, just all that good stuff that he really needs to continue to be skating well, especially as he's getting older, because as you get older, that's just something you have to do to keep doing what he's doing. And, you know, he's super, he's always super down for it. So I'm like, yay, let's go on the reformer, get some stretching in rotation work. So, um, but no, he does not do the modern Pilates. <laughs> really mad at me if I put him through one of those, cause it's definitely a glute burner. Yeah. Interesting. And switching maybe a little bit, Ryan's 37. You guys have this like really big schedule for his career. That's, you know, at least a year out more or less. How have you guys thought about like thinking about building your life and like family together? Is that something that, you know, you're rolling with the punches because skateboarding could last another year, another five years, or is that something where you have kind of intentionally said like, okay, we'll keep doing the skateboarding thing and then maybe we'll switch priorities. I think we're just rolling with the punches. Um, no, not I think. I definitely know. We 100% are. I, you know, I do want kids and he does too. Like he wants them more than me. Like he wants them like yesterday. Like yep. <laughs> could create a perfect situation. I would have like three kids right now. But um <laughs> No, we just got to focus on, like, we'll see what happens after Paris Olympics 2024. And that's like what we've discussed. Um, I'm in no rush. He's in no rush. We don't want to end his skateboard career early. Like, yeah, keep going for as long as you can. So yeah, we're just rolling with it. I'm good to see, you know, whatever happens, happens. Um, I don't want to say I want no kids. One would definitely be like good, but you know, I'm at the point in my life where like, I would be content with whatever happens. Yeah. Just because we have such a crazy, like, we have such a crazy busy life, but also like, we're so lucky. Like we're so blessed. Like we get so many crazy opportunities that, you know, a lot of people don't get to experience and, you know, I'm just rolling with life at this point. It's a pretty good life. So, um, the kids will happen when it's the right time. Totally. And do you ever feel like when you think about, you know, planning your life or like maybe your friends are getting married and like you have this life that you've signed up for and sounds incredible, international travel, competitions, getting to like meet new people, see new places. Do you ever feel a little bit of FOMO or, you know, bummed out that you you're not on that same path that maybe your friends are going down? No, not at all. Honestly, I've been a very non-traditional person my entire life. Anybody who knows me knows that. So I don't think anybody's shocked. Um, I'm actually the second one of my friends to like get married. So I feel like I could okay. find all of my friends were married and I was still single. 
or not single, but like, you get what I'm saying? Like not married, like still having like a boyfriend, I would be like, like, okay. But (laughs) no, I'm super content, like with everything, with the path that we're on. And you know, like I said, I'm a super non-traditional person. I truly believe in life that not everybody has to be on the same path. Not everybody has to be on the same path. You guys don't have to have the same marriage life, family life. If you want kids, cool. If you don't want kids, cool. If you want to have them young, great. You want to have them a little bit older, live out your young life. That's cool too. Like, I I don't feel like I'm missing out or having FOMO on anything. The only thing that makes me kind of sad sometimes is like when I don't go on trips with Ryan, like for example, if it's like, if he's on like a sponsor trip that like I for sure can't go on so we're just gonna be street skating the whole time like what the hell am I gonna do out there so I'll just stay home I um you know I get really sad and I get really lonely and then my friends know that but they I mean if you're not dating if you're not with the skateboarder at all you don't understand but you know I get kind of sad like I get lonely if he's gone like a certain amount of time and then everyone's like oh I know but like he's coming back and then you guys get a jet off to like Europe after like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. But you know, you're so lucky that your fiance, your husband gets to come home to you every night. Whereas sometimes I don't like get that unless I could go with him. That's the only, I feel like it's like reverse FOMO. Yeah. (laughs) Not that I'm missing out on anything, but I feel like a lot of people focus on what I do and where I go in my life that they don't understand that I miss those little things. Like just having a husband every night, not waking up in in the morning and just going like, oh yeah, he's not here. Hmm." So totally. Yeah. I mean, I think those like I think especially on Instagram, right? Or like social media, everyone's like, ah, she must be thrilled living the best life. And it's like, yeah, but every, every relationship lifestyle comes with trade-offs. And like, it is sad not waking up next to your person every single day. Like, that's not easy. No, I feel like whenever like he leaves, like, oh my gosh, the days are just like twice as long. Yeah. Like, okay. And I'm just counting it. (laughs) This is going to sound so dumb, but whenever like we're like at the home stretch, like if he's been on a trip for like 20 days or so, it's like five days left to make myself feel better. I'll text him and I'll measure not by days, but by sleeps. Cause I love my sleep. Yep. Like five more sleeps to your home, four more sleeps. Like I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> we'll make it through. We'll make it through. And then we'll have our slumber parties again. It'll be great. <laughs> So having Ryan kind of pull you into the skate community, do you feel like the skate community like welcomed you with open arms and like the other skate wives? Or was it kind of like, you know, you had to prove that you were going to be around for a while before people really started opening up? No, I just honestly. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) there was like one skate wife that I met one time and she was really nice to me that day. I first met her, not saying that she wasn't nice to me any other day, but I didn't see her like again, really. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know. I feel like I was kind of like on my own. The very first contest I ever went to, I actually met Jamie Foy's girlfriend, Kelly, and that was her contest that she was uh, her first contest too. And so she and I like hung out together and she and I came in like at the same time. The way it works in the skate world is if you're a B word (laughs) and you're mean to other people, that's just not how the skate industry is. So if you're like that, you don't last long. And there were definitely some significant others who gave me a little stank face, like who's this, what is she doing here? And you know, I don't care. I'm not the type of person where I need people to like me. They're like, oh, you don't like me? cool, you don't know me, so bye-bye, like, that kind of deal, and I feel like I've kind of been around the longest now, (laughs) so whenever I meet a new girlfriend or anybody, like, my friend just started dating this new girl, and so he brought her to the skate contest, and I can just tell she was sitting there, like, kind of, like, what do I do, like, during practice, so I went over, introduced myself, I was like, hey, girl, like, come over here, because I know how that felt the first time. 
Um, and I never want anybody to feel that way at all because at the end of the day, all the skaters are friends, they're family. And I feel like that's how everybody should be as well. So I never really got to experience like any like, I don't know, like skate wife drama. Like nobody was ever like, really mean to me but also I came in it was really weird I came in when like a lot of people were splitting up so yeah and so like the girls who are around now we kind of all came around like the same time like my really good friend Camila that's Felipe Gustavo's girlfriend she's so sweet like she's so sweet Kelly Jamie Foy's girlfriend's really sweet too and like we just have like our nice little like girlfriend skate wife like group where Like, we don't leave anybody out. We're not those types of girls, like, at all. Like, we welcome everybody with open arms. And, you know, for some reason, if it doesn't work out with that girl and that skater, like, we still stay in contact. Like, as long as nothing, like, crazy, awful happened. Like, because, you know, mama happens. But if it was, like, a good, like, split, like, mutual, like, you know, we'll we'll still stay friends with them. Nobody in the industry is petty like that unless you come in dating a skateboarder and think you're the hot shit because of it. Yeah. Which, like, that just you shouldn't, you shouldn't be in it for yourself, right? Like you don't, you, I mean, you date people because it is for yourself, but like, you're not dating someone for their clout to become yours. Like that's not the point at all. And you would be, well, maybe you wouldn't be shocked. That happens a lot. Oh my gosh. I can't even tell you how many times I've seen that where I'm like, ah, I'll give it three months. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Well, and so then it makes it easy to see the person that comes in like that. And it's like, oh, honey, you are not going to last long. I am sorry. Right away, too. And I'm always still so nice, but I don't know. There are times where, like, I'll always be nice. I'll always be welcome, but I'll watch how close I get. And it's not with anybody, like, now that I, like, that comment that I just made, like, I'll, like, keep my distance, but that's not referring to anybody who I currently hang out with or who I see at the contest, like everybody who I'm referring to is like gone, you know, you can just kind of tell who starts the drama and who doesn't. And, you know, I'll try to keep my distance because I don't know if they break up, they expect some sort of loyalty from me. And I'm like, no, I don't get involved in your shit. This is your shit. Not mine. Don't make it mine type of deal. Yeah. Totally. That's, that's really nice. It's kind of nice to like date someone and have such like a huge addition of friends and community because like the skateboarding community is huge. There have to be these like small skateboarding things that are just becoming more of your life and personality just purely through that group. Yeah. Um, honestly, everything, everything I can think of right now, I had never done before. I mean, down to filming, Let's just get that. Yeah. Let's just go back to that for a second. Like the fact that I, I mean, everywhere I'm at, like we're all filming. We're all filming. There's literally pictures of me and Felipe Gustavo's girlfriend, Camila. We're at the contest. There's a video and a picture of us recording, following them. Just, and it's just so funny. And we have all never done that before. We had all never done that before. Now filming, it's just something we have to do. We know we have to do every single time there's practice. And it is so funny because that alone, like, oh shoot, whipping out my phone. Got to make sure I have my battery pack. Like I never. <laughs> Didn't realize you'd be paparazzi your own husband, you know? <laughs> right. That's like one thing that has become just the norm now that wasn't before just me filming oh babe get this clip babe go oh wait never mind I don't need to tell you know the angle I'm like all right but yeah that's something we all do I wear some skate clothes too here and there shout out red dragons out of Canada they um they sent me a couple things love that love it love it that that is fun skateboarding skateboarding clothes like the the designs are just it feels like they're all done by like more local artists because the skate community is so grassroots that like some of the like the gear that the skate shops make is really cool like very cool looking yeah and i just feel like i've never seen like i don't know a lot of people call me barbie because i'm blonde i wear pink all the time but the fact that there's like pink skate clothes out now i'm like oh i'm wearing these contests now yeah get, get step so I've always worn like, 
I don't know, like I have an Adidas hoodie and like stuff like that, but Ryan, I didn't know like Adidas was like a sponsor for skateboarding. So I feel weird like wearing my Adidas hoodie now when my fiance is not on Adidas or my Nike shoes or something. And so, um, <laughs> sorry, I feel like I'm going off topic. Oh my goodness. No, not off topic at all. I think that's like what's really fun about talking to people who are like, who have been dropped into this brand new world purely by dating or falling in love with someone. And it's just, it's when you talk, probably when people talk to Ryan, he like can't really tell them what it's like because it's been his life since, I mean, he's been like a sponsored skater for over a decade, I think. Like for him, it's just like, oh, this is how it goes. But like having that kind of outside perspective of like, yeah, actually, the man comes home bloody and bruised a lot, but it's not a bad thing. Like that is just so interesting hearing the outsider's perspective who's recently been dropped in. <laughs> yeah, literally. I mean, half the time these guys come home looking like that they just ran through a paper shredder. Like their freaking shirts are all ripped up. They're all bloody. They got scratches everywhere. They have literal dirt on them. Like, yep. if you're wearing, if you go out wearing a white shirt, honey, that shirt's got to be tossed out when you come back. Especially when you're rolling, falling on asphalt all the time. Like, that shirt is no longer white. It is. Does Does Ryan have, like, a second section in his closet that's just skate clothes? All of it's just skate clothes. <laughs> Devastating. <laughs> right behind me right here, that's my yep. closet. And it's in this full table room. Because he has so many clothes. You would think he's, oh my god, like... He always says, you have so many clothes. Like, no, homeboy, you have so many clothes. I can't even fit any of my clothes into the master bedroom closet. Like, nothing. Nothing. So, it's all stable. And, you know, his sponsors send him so much stuff, too. Which, he needs it because it's not like he can rewear these shirts half the time. Like, they're all ripped up, like, from street skating. When I say there's piles, stacks and stacks of even new t-shirts still in the plastic. I'm like, oh my gosh, you have so many. But because he has so many, that's okay. That's also a good thing for me. So whenever he gets a package and something can fit me, I go through and I'm like, oh, well, I'll wear this all the time. <laughs> the rest is no yours. No problem. You take these, I'll keep the cute ones. Don't worry. I literally go through and I'm like, oh, this is cute. Oh, it's a medium. Oh, perfect. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a little fitted on you, so I'll just I'll just take care of it. Don't worry. <laughs> Sometimes I'll send him stuff that's just a little too small, and I'm like, perfect. That means it's mine. Thanks. <laughs> I love it. So, you have a wedding in less than one month, and you are jet setting off to skate training camp. Basically, what like what have you got on your to do list between now and then for the wedding and for that trip? I think I have pretty much everything. Oh, well, wedding. Mm, no, wedding. Everything's pretty much done. Just like the basic last minute things, final guest yeah. count, paying the bills, you know, all that yep. stuff. Um, I still got to get the hotel for the wedding. <laughs> or not, not for the wedding, for the contest. I should probably get on that today, actually. Thanks for reminding me. Um, <laughs> but honestly, I think we pretty much have everything just done. We don't have anything else to worry about. Um, you know, just making sure that we, cause well, after our wedding, we have to go to LAX. So just making sure we have everything because we're kind of going to be rushing after yeah. our wedding to LAX. So just making sure everything is dialed. We have everything packed. Um, there's not really anything too crazy. You would have asked me this a month ago. I would have been like, oh my gosh, I got to do this. I got to do that. I haven't done this yet. But no, I got my life together this past month. Everything's pretty much good to go. We're three weeks out. I'd be a little concerned if I still had a really long, long uh, to-do list. Oh yeah. Well, and like, what a like fun sigh of relief. Like it's not your first time to Japan. You yeah. will have been finished planning and executing on the wedding, which like, planning a wedding is a full-time job. It, like, I don't care if you have a planner, they still come and are like, which of these eight place settings do you prefer? And you're like, I didn't know there were so many options for napkin placement. Like I had no idea. And so like, 
you can turn this into kind of like a nice little vacation trip for yourself because it's not your first time there. So you probably have some go-to spots. Oh, for sure. I, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to go to Japan. Honestly, it's really fun. Um, we were there earlier this year. The only thing why I'm a little bit nervous, it's going to be so cold and everyone's oh. like, oh, snow. And I'm like, no, <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't have it. I don't even have a winter coat. I live in California, Orange County, like, but it should be fun. I hope it's not too cold. Yeah. I am our day off. I'm going to be like, Ryan, can we go to Disneyland Tokyo? Because it's literally like 40 steps away from the venue. And that one's supposed to be a good one. Like I'm not, I'm not a big, like I haven't gone to many Disney places, but my understanding is the Tokyo one is supposed to be very cool. It's great. I've already been there and it's so fun. It's so fun. Like, I don't know just how they decorate it. Like I love everything. I'm not like a, Oh, I, I am not one of those Disney adults. (laughs) I always love Disneyland. Like that's the one place I can always go to where like, it takes me back to like the really good moments of like my childhood. And I just feel like a kid again. Sometimes everybody just loves to feel like a kid again, going on your favorite rides, getting that candy apple you always got when you went there. And so you know, that's one of my favorites. And Ryan hasn't been there with me yet. So maybe, I don't know, we're going to only be there for five days because of our wedding. So, you know, if it happens, it happens. If not, you know, whatever. But I'm, I'm sure you'll be invited back, you know? Yeah, if we have time, I'm going to be like, maybe. I'm like, we had to postpone the honeymoon. Like, you can make up make up for it. <laughs> with, a few, with a few Disney rides. Not a bad compromise. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, amazing. All right. Well, Jordana, I want to be sensitive of time. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for joining. It was so fun to hear about like everything behind the scenes with Ryan. And it is so awesome how the two of you are like, just so happy with where your life is at and you're getting married and you're going to Japan and like, there is no stress. Congratulations. How fun is that? Thank you. No, I am so blessed. I'm so lucky to have, I mean, yeah, we, we are really happy. There's a lot of exciting things coming up. We're getting married. Then six months after that, we have Olympics. Like, so there's a lot, there's a lot happening and we're super stoked. We're really happy. Who knows? Maybe we'll do another behind the scenes after Olympics and we can talk about everything that went on there. Cause that's going to be two weeks just full of craziness. And I've never been to the Olympics before, so we'll see how how it goes. (laughs) Do not tempt me with a good time. I love, there's nothing that gets me more emotional than like the Olympics. So yeah, maybe I'll be calling you in six months. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good to me. I'd be more than happy to do that. (laughs) Amazing. All right. Well, thank you, Jordana. I am going to close this out here. 